0: Knowledge is power. Knowledge shared is power multiplied. In a time of turbulence and change, it is more true than ever that knowledge is power. Those are two quotes about knowledge one from John F Kennedy and one from Robert Boyce and it really sets the stage for these mini episodes that we're doing to highlight the Fireground Commander Conference. In each one of these episodes, you're going to get a preview of what's to come when you attend the Fireground Commander Conference. We're going to be talking to hopefully all the instructors that will be teaching at the Fireground commander conference. But one thing to keep in mind is that by them sharing their knowledge, we grow stronger. We grow better. We unite the fire service. Even if you don't agree, you're there, you're engaged, you're learning, and then you can go back to your firehouse and test those theories. That is what makes the fire service move forward that is what makes us stronger. That is what unites us as a fire service. So I hope that you enjoy these many episodes. I hope that you come to the Fire Ground Commander Conference, March 23rd through 25th, Henrico County, Virginia, at the Henrico Theater. We're we'll bringing FDIC level instructors to help you get better in your job, in your leadership, in your fire service journey. Go to embracetheresistance.com and click on the conference tab. There you'll find everything you need to know about registration. Right now, we have 200 registrants already. The price is $150, that's $150 for three days of great lectures, food, lunch every day feeds you, you, know, lunch every day, snacks and drinks throughout the conference, couple social events that are happening after hours, everything you could want in a fire service conference right in Henrico County, Virginia, at the Henrico Theater, March 23rd through the 25th. Don't delay. We want to fill the Henrico Theater that we've already surpassed Our registrations from last year and the very first year, and they're not slowing down anytime soon. So don't delay. $150, best value in the country. So now that all that's out of the way, I hope you enjoy this interview with one of the many instructors from the Fireground Commander Conference. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Average Jake Firefighter Podcast. Super excited again to bring you another one of our Fireground Commander mini-episodes Uh, This time with another two great guests. First, the founder of the Fireground Commander Conference and the founder of Embracetheresistance.com, Benjamin Martin, and also Chief Nick Martin. So, Ben, first, uh, you know, how are you doing? And uh, any news on the conference and what's going to be happening here later when we get to March?
1: Man, I feel like a little kid looking for Christmas morning every day. I wake up and look at my calendar, hoping it's March 23rd, and it's just not there yet. Um, no, we've got uh, a great turnout. Last time I checked, we've got almost 240 people registered from 16 different states. So uh, we have grown exponentially from last year, and it's no doubt attributed to the experience and the speakers that we bring in. So I'm looking forward to having Nick back because he was part of year two.
0: Yeah, and, and and that's exactly correct. And, you know, we brought Nick back, and we talked about this, because his class was the absolute most popular. So without any further ado, let's bring in Chief Nick Martin. Chief, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, guys, I'm I'm doing great. Thanks for the invitation uh, to, the, to the conference again and the opportunity to talk to you guys again today.
0: Yeah, and, and thank you for being willing to come back. So in case anybody's been living under a rock, and doesn't know who you are. Just give us a quick rundown of your fire service background and experience.
2: Oh, I mean, I've I've been around a couple different places. I, I started in the volunteers in 1994 in my hometown, uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Um, you know, after high school and all, I worked uh, worked around that area for a little bit in some of the smaller departments. Uh, could never get back on get could never get on Philly back in the day. That was my hometown big city fire department. It just the moons didn't align for that. So I, I kind of ended up heading south um, and looked in search of a career, worked in the uh, city of Fairfax, Virginia for a little, bo- a little while before going uh, to the Washington, D.C. Fire Department. Um, I did probably the, the meat and potatoes of my career uh, in the D.C. Fire Department, uh, worked through the ranks there, uh, promoted to sergeant and then lieutenant, and then ultimately made a uh, life decision to accept a uh, position as the training chief uh, in the city of Columbia, South Carolina, the state capital there. I uh, Worked there for a little over five years before settling here in North Carolina, uh, just outside of Charlotte, where I'm the training chief uh, and the I'm battalion chief for the city of Salisbury, North Carolina.
0: Outstanding. And and like I said, anybody who doesn't know, like, I mean, you're, you're pretty you're pretty well known in the fire service circles. We're doing your stuff with traditions, training and doing going out on your own some and doing your training programs. And the program you did last year was outstanding. The aggressive command you know, supports aggressive firefighting. And, but from what I understand, you're going to be bringing an all new program to the conference this year without giving away anything or without giving away too much. Give us some highlights of what you're going to be bringing to the attendees of the conference this
2: year. Sure, sure. And I got to give credit where credit's due. I mean, you know, if last year was a hit, then I think that's partially because of what you guys do in putting it on. I mean, it's just a, it's a cool venue. You know, that, that old theater. I mean, it was just a cool place to talk, I mean, as opposed to sometimes you end up in like some plain white wall, you know, basement room with folding chairs and stuff. And like, you know, they're projecting your presentation on a folded towel that's tacked to the wall. And, and no lie. Right. No lie. And I mean, you guys put on a class, you know, a class A event um, and it just felt good to be there. And the crowd was awesome. They were engaged. They were motivated. And, and I had as good a time as anybody just being there. Um, and, you know, so it is an honor and I'm, to come back and I'm looking forward to it again. Um, the program that I'm that I'm doing this year, um, I just kind of threw out a title. I call it First Alarm Strategy and Tactics. And, and basically, you know, what I wanted to talk about um, is primarily geared, I guess, mostly at the company officer level. But like most things, it goes a little bit up and it goes a little bit down, you know, a little bit down into the firefighter level and a little bit up into the chief level. So I think it's kind of for everybody. But the kind of the, the goal was to talk about um, fires in our most common building types. So we'll talk about single family, multifamily, commercial, a little bit into high rise. Um, and really what I'm kind of primarily talking about um, is offensive fire operations Though we will talk a little bit about defensive tactics. But really primarily offensive fire tactics um, for what I would say is kind of like the first SCBA cylinder Or two of the fire. So, like, you know, kind of like that first 30 minutes, kind of like the meat and potatoes of it, where we're either going to be successful or maybe not, but kind of talk about um, the kinds of fires that we have in those buildings. Um, So, for example, like for residentials, you know, for single families, we'll talk about, you know, from the bottom up, you know, basement, first floor, top floor, attic, attached garage, and talk about the differences and the kinds of fires that we have in these different types of buildings from single family to apartments, commercial, et cetera. And then we'll talk about the engine and truck tactics um, that are most successful um, or probably our best bet in, in those circumstances, kind of trying to compare and contrast between those different operations. You know, some operations are going to be more successful at single families and less so at commercial and vice versa. So that's going to kind of be mainly the tone of that conversation. That sounds, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, that sounds absolutely great. Like I said, your last year's class
0: was was an absolute hit. It changed how I run command on a lot of things. I was a back-of-the-car guy. Now I'm an in-the-buggy guy, and that's kind of all because of you. Uh, you know, you kind of changed my perspective on that. For the better, in my opinion, I felt like I've had a lot better experience running fires in my, in my current role. So when you're talking about some of these aggressive first-new company operations, and not to get, again, to get too much into it, because I don't want to, I don't want you giving away all your class. I want people to come and sit and listen to you talk. What do you think is the number one barrier for aggressive fire operations?
2: Man, that that's a tough question. But if, <clears throat> I, if I had to go anywhere, it's, it's my, I mean, it's always mindset, you know, in everything we do, everything is always mindset, um, you know, because your mindset drives what you expect, what you expect drives how you prepare and how you prepare drives what you do. So, you know, at, at the meat and potatoes of everything, uh, at the core is always that that combat ready mentality um, that, that I, you know, I've always kind of talked about. And, and, and that definitely drives a lot of it. Um, but, you know, I, I think I think it's our I think it's our approach to things. I think one of the scariest things, one of the most aggravating things for me is that, you know, we, we look at things like single family dwelling fires. Um, and, and even in smaller houses, we say, ah man, that's bread and butter. We run that all the time you know, but then you, you look at how many people have gotten really jammed up or how many people have unfortunately gotten killed in those fires because we get so complacent and cocky about it. Um, and, and I've experienced that, you know, firsthand. I've, I've been humbled, humbled by fires more times than I'd like to admit. But, you know, they all taught me something. And that's kind of I guess that's kind of what we're trying to bring in this program is some some honest conversation about what does and doesn't work. Outstanding.
0: Again, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. So obviously, we want people to come see you at the Fireground Commander Conference, but we know that you're nationwide. So give us some other places that, just in case people can't make it to the Fireground Commander Conference, they can come hear your message and hear you talk. Because I, again, firsthand experience, it's outstanding. So give the, give everybody, you know, the listeners out there, of where you're going to be and what's coming up for you.
2: Well, I appreciate that. First and, and second, I mean, it, it is a privilege. It's, a, it's an honor to go to be asked to come speak at some of these places. And it's, um, I mean, what it's, it's tremendously rejuvenating for me. I mean, you know, it's nice to be able to go somewhere else in the country and find that, you know, there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of other motivated firefighters that, you know, live and eat and live and eat and breathe the job. They're totally into it. And and it's also really good to get outside of your own echo chamber. Right. I mean, you know, it's really easy to sit in your own department, in your own room with your friends and, and everybody nod your head and say, yes, we're all doing the right things. But, you know, it, it it is putting yourself out there a little bit to go to a different area of the country in front of a room full of people you don't know. And and give your opinion, because that's what it is. It's my opinion. And I enjoy being challenged. Like I want I don't want a bunch of people to nod their head and say, that was great. We agree with everything he said. You know, I want people to say, well, what about this? No, I don't think that works. Or well, we do this and that might work better or whatever, you know. And when it does that, you know, I think it it really it gives me something and it, it really brings a lot more value to the conversation for everybody. So. You know, actually next week I'll be up in um, I'll be up in Massachusetts at the uh, Fire Chiefs uh, state conference. there, uh, talking about aggressive command stuff just the weekend after that. I think the 14th of March I'll be out in Pittsburgh, um, Monroeville uh, doing the same thing. Um, it's kind of funny the week, the Friday before our before I'm with you guys. Um, the Friday, the 20th, I'll be in Spotsylvania there um, near Virginia doing a half a day of the command class um, at their fire conference. And then I think after that, um, I'll be out there at FDIC with all those guys and then um, actually down in, in Florida in St. Lucie County in April. But um, I've got a, I got a bunch of stuff going on, and you can I try and keep as much of it on my Facebook and Instagram um, as much as I can. Um, so check out like the Facebook events or send me a message and, and I'll be happy to kind of you know see if we got something in your area or to set something up. Outstanding.
0: Well, Ben, uh, you know, we've got a good glimpse into what Nick is doing and we've gotten a good glimpse into some, what some of the other instructors are going to be bringing. Uh, you know, give us a plug for the conference. Tell us, you know, all the stuff that all the, uh, the listeners can be looking forward to.
1: Absolutely. So we still got some registrations open at one hundred and fifty dollars for all three days. We're going to feed you lunch. Uh, Monday, we've got Bobby Halden opening us up, and I, I promise you, if you've never had a chance to see him speak, you will get up and try to break down the walls of that theater, getting out to a fire truck as soon as you can to go to work. Uh, he's just fantastic. And then after that, we've got uh, a couple local guys that have made the national stage. We've got John Burris doing advanced aggressive aerial apparatus positioning and Andy Sacadato from the Water Thieves doing maximizing water supply for fireground operations. Immediately following that, we've got a fundraiser for our local burn camp held at uh, Rich Brow Brewing. So we're, they're donating a portion of the sales. We'll have raffles. We're actually going to give away some conference registrations while we're there. Uh, it will be a great night of brotherhood, and we'll raise money for a good cause. We'll pick up day two if we're not too hungover. Uh, we've got Steve Robertson opening us up, the engine company's guide to winning, stretching for success. Uh, Steve's out of Portland right now, just killing it on that stage. And then we've got our good buddy OJ coming in, doing the truck company officer And then all of this is like waves crashing on a beach. You know, whether we ride a truck or whether we ride an engine, ride a command buggy, we're all showing up on the fire grounds. And Nick is going to kind of bring us together on this day three. And there's a reason we give him eight hours consistently because he fills it with so much knowledge. Uh, We went to a conference in December and we were listening to a guy talk for eight hours. And after 90 minutes, he was on his first slide because he was just telling war stories, jokes in his bio and selling some books. Uh, And Nick's not that at all. It's all just like hard facts, you know, hard stuff he's learned over the years. So excited to have you back. Uh, I think it's another great lineup and it should be another great event.
0: Yeah, well, outstanding. So like Ben said, March 23rd through the 25th, Henrico Theater, Henrico, Virginia. Still some registrations open, but, uh, you know, we're not adding any more seats into that historic theater. So if you don't get in, you might not get in. Uh, So, again, thank Nick. Thank you for joining us. Ben, as always, thank you. And uh, we will see you in March.
2: Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. See you then.